wide, saved by Leonard. Rebound, another stop Leonard. Puck into the slot. Toffoli shoots, stopped by Robin Leonard, and the rebound goes wide. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com. Owen Patrick comes in, drops it off, Howden shoots, he scores! The former Ranger! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace Millard Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Home of the boys, we're going to Cabo. Pack your bags, boys. We're not going to Cabo. Oh boy, we're staying here for the NHL All Star Weekend. That's what Jonathan Marchessault did. Quick turnaround, boom. Yeah, he was uh, talking to Dan and Gary last night on the post game show. Going to Cabo for the All Star Weekend. Going to have some fun, relax, chill out, and then today we find out. Jonathan Marcheseau has been added to the National Hockey League All-Star Weekend. That is pretty cool uh, to play along uh, with Alex Petrangelo and Mark Stone, Pete DeBoer, uh, representing the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Now we have four. The only thing I don't understand, and we'll get into it a little bit, is Mm -hmm. like who he's replacing. Yeah, I don't know either. Because there was one other adjustment today. Alexander Vechkin is in COVID protocol. He's Mm -hmm. out. Tom Wilson is in. Yep. Uh, We're not going to be f***ing this year. Jonathan Marshall has been added officially mm-hmm. to the NHL All-Star Weekend, but nobody was taken out. Maybe there was a maybe maybe they just didn't count all your votes initially. And then all of a sudden they that counted could be all it. of your votes. Because I Jonathan stuffed that Mar- ballot. I know. I, I I'm sure you did. You've talked about it incessantly, and that's fine. You should. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that this is a win for you, Mallard. I really do. I was going to predict a couple of weeks ago that <laughs> some way, somehow. Jonathan Marshall, so would be part of this weekend. And and then I thought, ah, would people consider it to be too much inside information? Mm-hmm. Would they think that uh, that that I was holding back and it was always going to be? I, I didn't. I just had this feeling mm-hmm. that somehow, some way, whether it was somebody pulling out or uh, an injury, something like what happened with Alexander Ovechkin, fate would intervene and a misfit would be part of the NHL's All-Star Weekend in Las Vegas. And now I'm kicking myself that I didn't. But I love this. This is, as much as uh, I'm excited about Mark Stone participating in his first ever All-Star Weekend as captain of the host team, uh, and Alex Petrangelo, one of the greatest defensemen uh, in the game today, skating there, uh, the Golden Knights coach being on the bench for the Pacific. Like There's some three great, reasons to be excited mm-hmm. about the Golden Knights hosting this weekend. Having a misfit involved is a big, huge boost to me. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I, I mean, you look at the year John of the Marshes was having, he's having too good of a year not to be in, in the, in the all-star game. And then, you know, to, to have the ability to be voted in. And then even when he wasn't voted in and it was Troy Terry, Marcheseau was was so complimentary of Troy Terry, the player, that you just can't help but love Jonathan Marcheseau. Mm-hmm. He he recognizes how good of a season Troy Terry is, how how much of of 
really an honor it is to be voted into an All-Star game. And, you know, for me, I, I look at this, and Jonathan Marcheseau has always been the heartbeat of this team. You look at Marc-Andre Fleury over the years and, and what he meant to this, this organization, but behind the scenes, every big moment, every time you've needed something a little bit more, Jonathan Marcheseau has been the guy that has re- responded with a massive game or a big-time goal. And I think it's just it's only fitting that that he gets to the All-Star game when it's here in Vegas, and he gets to be part of that team representing the Vegas Golden Knights. It's funny you mentioned that a misfit will be there because... Why is it funny? Well, because those of us who were here year one know that a misfit got jobbed out of being the all-star game. Don't live in the past. I'm just don't, saying I'm just saying don't so live so in the past. it makes up for the fact that William Carlson should have been an all-star year 1 mm-hmm. was not. Jonathan Marshall so we don't know how or why he's there, but he's there. He deserves it and he it's great. It's it's fantastic. So it makes up for William Carlson getting snubbed year 1. I don't know whether he actually went to to Kabul. Oh, I hope he got on the plane and but flew he, down he, there he, and then they got He the told Dan and Gary <laughs> last night that he was going to Kabul. Could you so this, imagine? this reminds me of, I think it was 2015, Brian Elliott, St. Louis Blues, hmm. is not an all-star. Okay. He takes off. He's snorkeling. Not just going or has plans, yeah. but he is snorkeling in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Comes out of the water, looks at his phone. Saw a message from Doug Armstrong. Okay. Says, mm, uh, you're an all-star. They need you. They need you to, to be taking part in the game in Columbus. Jumps on a plane, cancels the the rest of the trip, mm-hmm. goes, boom, because uh, Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender uh, Sergei Bobrovsky has suffered an injury right before that all-star game, and they were hoping he was going to be able to go because it was in Columbus, mm-hmm. and so it was all last minute. But the guy from snorkeling to the game and that's that's all coming flooding back to me with this with the whole uh cabo the only the only way that story would have been better is if brian elliott had won the mvp of the all-star game that year he he didn't have a suit (laughs) (laughs) the the only the only i hope he had a bathing suit that was the only suit he had it's amazing the only suit he had was a bathing suit that's not working in columbus in february and and board shorts (laughs) That's fantastic. And, and, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you this. That All-Star game, major blizzard. Oh. Huge blizzard. Uh, a lot of the players had trouble getting home from, from that All-Star game in, wow. in Columbus. That's uh, amazing. That was, that was the All-Star game. Story time with Millard. There we go. That was the All-Star game where they used to, before they went to three-on-three, three, mm-hmm. they used to, uh, for a couple of years, had the players, a, a captain or a, a leadership group, Pick teams. Yeah. Go back and forth. Love that. So it, it they did it a couple of times, and it was okay. But it wasn't, like, what we wanted it to be. So they decided, this is one of the great ideas of all time. Steve Mayer mm-hmm. uh, from the NHL, who's doing all the, the craziness this weekend on the Strip and the Bellagio Fountain. Steve Mayer comes up with uh, the plan. You know what we'll do? We'll put all the players in the back. We'll have cameras in the back uh, shooting them. There's there's three captains for one team, three captains for the other, and they will alternate picking the team. Mm-hmm. But the players will be allowed to drink beer through the entire broadcast. It's always better. So Catherine Tappan and I hosted that event. Okay. And Ovi was 
I wasn't. Yeah! It wasn't that Ovi. He wasn't that Ovi, but he was having fun. It wasn't, and, and it went late. It uh, wasn't for Stanley Ovi. Cup hangover. It, it wasn't, Ovi. but there was a lot of chirping, a lot of uh, sure. interaction going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. We did the rehearsal, and it was like, uh, how's this going to be? And then we got into it, and the guys just poured back some beer. And there was, I think it was uh, Ovi that had the stack of cups. Like like you would see it at a ball game or guys at the Masters who carry around the souvenir yeah, stack yeah. of cups. For sure. Yeah. I think Ovi had the stack of cups going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that was the same same All-Star game that Brian Elliott, now goaltender with the two-time Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, went from the beach in Turks and Caicos, packed up his stuff. At least he got a snorkel in. Sure. And then went and flew to uh, just socked-in blizzard Columbus. Now, Marceau is going to uh, be able to participate in his home backyard and, and be able to uh, have that uh, that opportunity. It's going to be a blizzard, but this this is pretty cool. Cabo, Cabo, Vegas. I just want the vision of Marceau on the plane. He's up in first class with his family, and he has that Catherine O'Hara moment from Home Alone where mm-hmm. his, he looks, he's got the cell service on the phone, and he looks at it, and it's his agent. And he just has that face, all-star. All-star. And then he gets down to Cabo. He's got to fly back. Maybe he's got to get with, uh, what was John Candy's character's name? Take the van with the uh, the Sheboygan uh, polka band. I, I don't remember. Oh, come well, on. I, I got to think. The Home Alone story would on. have been great. I think I think the decision was communicated. I, I don't think he got to Cabo. No, probably not. He probably knew last night. Because we didn't. Well, no, he didn't know last night. Because he told, well, maybe Dan, after he he got told home. Dan and Gary that he was going, going to Cabo. But. He didn't like. They didn't announce that he replaced anybody, mm-hmm. so they are, they had some inkling that he was going to. be I don't think he got to Cabo, but maybe he did get to Cabo. It's a way better story. He got to Cabo. You got to do some digging this weekend. Way better story. That's all I'm saying. But we should find that clip, Chapman. Can you find that clip at some point during the next two hours of him talking to Dan and Gary? I and could. I'm going to Cabo. Yeah, I could probably pull it. Yeah, I can. I can go find it. Yes. Can you also get me a bag of chips and a bottle of water? No, I can't do that. We don't have the uh, the the There's no chips. Lotus Broadcasting store in the break room anymore. You missed that. We used to have a little store in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, a lot of things. Good you know stuff. the thing that you put the quarter in and you turn it and oh, they, uh, I, they I, listen that those yeah. candies, those Mike and Ikes have been in there for. Oh no, I tried the peanuts. Oh my god! Like, How did that go? You're two still weeks, here? Two weeks ago. Spit them out. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, at they least you didn't they, consume them. Like, nobody yeah, for told sure. me that they, they weren't restocking them. <laughs> I, I would have they, assumed all the cobwebs and dust would have been a giveaway. The peanuts have literally never moved from the level they've been at since you started here. Hmm. That should have been your first indication. Wow. And I've been here for like, is it up seven years now? Feels is like it coming it. up seven years? Certainly feels like it. it does feel like it. Yep. Uh, so that's the all-star news. The late-breaking all-star news is three players now participating from the Vegas Golden Knights. And I assume that Marceau is on the Pacific Division team. That's that's what he said. It says that he's so, been added to the Pacific Division team. So we just don't know. Maybe, maybe this is Pete DeBoer just ratcheting up the competition level, getting an extra player, getting an extra player. Maybe everybody will take warm up, and then somebody gets scratched. Oh, don't do that! Come yeah. on, that's ridiculous. That is good. I'll tell you, that. everybody gets to skate in the pregame, and then we'll stop. Hey. It depends on how you how you produce and warm up. 
Well, I, I don't think it would be Timo Meyer who was scratched, but I would like to see the San Jose Sharks representative be scratched because that would just be comical. Listen, all, all I care about is that we get that moment where it's Petrangelo, Mark Stone, and Jonathan Marcheseau on the ice to start their respective mm. And all I'm saying right now is that I, I can feel if there's going to be an MVP of the All-Star game from the Vegas Golden Knights, it's going to be Jonathan Marcheseau. Be prepared. Mm. Be focused. It can't be just a symbolic gesture to put out the three Golden Knights to start. Because I watched that symbolic overture backfire last night. Well, come on. <laughs> last night wasn't an all-star game, Darren. Let's, no, but, let's but, be honest here. but it, was, it was a very um, deliberate mm-hmm. attempt to acknowledge the moment by the Buffalo Sabres, and Don Granados started Alex Tuck mm-hmm. and Cody Eakin and yep. Peyton Krebs. And Krebs, Krebs is smart. He got off. <laughs> yeah. He may not have it. had both feet off, yep. but but he didn't get the minus yep. uh, to, to start. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Riley Smith scored uh, 30, second, the bench. Th- 30 seconds in. He knew what was coming. He, he he was he was smart. The back check. Yep. That that door at center ice is closer than the net. Oh, yeah. I'm getting the heck off the ice. Yeah, for sure. And then right. So I watched that symbolic gesture be absorbed by the fans and then backfire on the team. So Petro and Mark Stone and Marcheseau. If you get that opportunity, mm-hmm. let's make it count. Yeah. Although I, they, they, there could be three goals in, in their shift in three on three. Well, that's what we're all hoping for. Yeah. Like I, I two I, and I'll, one. Yeah, let's go. That'd be fine. I'm ready for it. That's pretty cool though. There's some great pictures from dynasties in the past mm-hmm. at All Star Games, and there wasn't the requirement to have or necessarily the effort put in to have all the teams represented. And I'm talking mid eighties, late eighties, early nineties and the Oilers and the Islanders in particular. Mm -hmm. And when they were, when they were battling in the mid eighties and you'd have like seven or eight Islanders and eight Edmonton Oilers on, on the all-star teams facing each other. And there's, there's one amazing picture of Glenn Sather and all these guys Gretzky and Curry and Lowe and Messier and Anderson, Coffee, a Moog, Fear, mm-hmm. both of them. And then on the other side, uh, Billy Smith and Mike Bossy and Clark Gillies mm-hmm. and Brian Trotche and Dennis Potvin. True uh, All-Star game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just two dynasties going Nathan head McKinnon to would be happy Al about Arbor, that. Uh, uh, <laughs> going to So that that picture of those, of our, our four Vegas Golden Knights, on the ice Friday or, or Saturday. Well, Friday they get to wear their own sweaters. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so so that'll be cool. And then Saturday in the NHL All Star Game. The the only like you describing that what what I'm hoping for and unfortunately there are only I say only three Tampa Bay Lightning participating in the All Star Game. But when you look at it, I, I wish one of them was a what I wish that Vasilevsky was a forward because I'd love to see three Tampa Bay Lightning players 
on the ice and three Vegas Golden Knights players mm-hmm. on the ice going back and forth because I'll tell you, that three-on-three overtime between Vegas and Tampa last week was phenomenal. It was fun back and forth, super awesome. I, I would love to see something like that at some point in time where you've got only one team represented on both sides and just see what ends up happening. Now, Nathan McKinnon is out, right? He's not playing. He's the not old... playing. Okay, not so playing. the chance of getting McCarr... McKinnon and Kadri against the three Golden That's Knights. That's going to be really well. difficult if McKinnon's not yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bummer. I, I like McCarr, but I don't think he's two guys. No, but in three on three, he might be. Yeah, yeah. That's a scary That's, thing. He might be three guys. If, there, if there's anybody in the league outside of Connor McDavid who could pass it to himself, it's Kale McCarr. Oh, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, I saw, I saw that a couple of days ago, where McCarr did this bank pass to himself. Mm-hmm. Down the ice. And it wasn't even like chipped it and then went and caught up to it. He intentionally banked the puck off the boards, skated on the inside of the player, the defender, and then went and caught up to the puck. And it was a flat out part of the rush. Like Mm -hmm. he, he had a teammate over there on the sideboards. It was road hockey. That's what it was. Yeah, It was road hockey. Uh, You bank it off the curb. And I was always jealous of those guys that could do that kind of thing, especially if you can do it on the backhand mm-hmm. on road hockey. Yeah. We should have a road hockey game one day out here. We've in got the plenty Lotus of room. Park. I know, in the Lotus parking lot or in the office. I'll bring the nets. Yeah, we could do it in the uh, the lobby here. That would be good. Yeah. Can you imagine? We what, even have our own glass. What would Cofield do across oh, the hallway? He'd, he'd probably. Join. No, he'd join. No, would I he think join? he'd yell. Yeah, I don't know, he oh, I, th- I think Cofield is the old man in the corner yeah. who's saying, get your tennis balls off my lawn. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think that there's a competitive fire in Cofield that comes out whenever there's any type of competition. any Anything related to sports, I think he's in. See, well, now we could, we, in theory... Let's challenge them. We, yeah, I was going to say, we could have a VGK insider show against Cofield and company in, in, in street hockey. We, we could even do it at uh, the Desert Breeze Park here because they have the nets there. Let's go. Yeah. The I like, Adams, I like. Yeah, he 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 can have but both Adams. There's only three of us. Like, yeah, that's how, all right. That's all right. Three on three. He can, okay. Well, he there's can, there's me and Darren, and then there's you, Chapman. Yeah. So, like, well, what? I listen. I might goal? I might what surprise you. What are you, you. going to do? I might. No, I'm not playing goalie. Okay. We have a goalie. No, we don't. Who's built like a bag of milk? That's not nice. <laughs> you can't say that. I'm just I'm just quoting. He can say that. Okay. Well, you can't say that. Well, you had it. I do have it. Yeah, right. You had it. You could have just played it. When, oh. when, when you're a lump of mashed potatoes, yes, like you I can't am. <laughs> make fun of the bag of milk. I listen. I I think he was being complimentary when he called you a bag of milk. Do you want? To, do you take it that way? Did I say, did take you, it as a compliment? You, yeah. No, I know what a bag of milk is. I've called people bags of milk before. I did not mean it as a compliment. I yeah. mean, we we had Tavis from AT and T Sportsnet, the producer. Yeah. He was on yesterday. I think he was very complimentary of Gary Lawless, saying that Gary doesn't spend any time in the makeup chair. No, that chair. wasn't a compliment. And see, Darren says it's not a compliment. I think Pete was being complimentary towards you when he said you're, how, you're how like is a that bag a, of milk. How is that a compliment? Do you, have you seen what a bag of milk looks like? Listen, That's I... That's what a bag of milk looks like. Hold on, I gotta see nah. this. <laughs> a bag, uh, so in, in Canada, in Canada, we have... Our milk comes in cartons, and it also comes in bags, which you stick into the plastic container. You 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 cut off the top, and no way that was a compliment. And, <laughs> not, and, not, not with the little but, drawing on it well, with the head okay, and the so, arms. So, and... so so this is Pete. Pete made the comment, calling my body a bag of milk. So I found uh, I, I looked for uh, a gift for whatever 
uh-huh. one of those other things that dance around. And <laughs> and there wasn't one for a bag of milk. What? Meme. There you go. Uh, and there wasn't one. So I had to get a picture of a bag of milk, and then I had to draw a goalie or on the bag of milk. And then I sent it to him. <laughs> and uh, and he was a of my effort. That's a nice drawing. It is, it is pretty good drawing. It was it was like it was quickly done. It's like Picasso drew that bag of milk. See my pads? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll I'll tweet this out. This is my bag of milk comment. Yeah, please do. Uh, oh, do, gosh. do you want, Kate, we I have to fill this. in the listener though. He, DeBoer was on with the Maroons in the morning. And as it always does, it, it ends up being them talking about me taking a shot at Pete yep. or them taking a shot at me and asking Pete to take make fun of me. Like, it's all set up. It's, it's, it's brilliantly done because it's something I would do. Like, I do it with Lawless all the time. Sure. I pick and I poke and I prod and I try to get as much out of him from a back-and-forth standpoint. want to grind his gears. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'll give the Maroons credit. They do it very well. They 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 violate some confidence times, mm-hmm. like the part about Pete skating on Friday nights with uh, with us during the uh, pandemic. That was that was supposed to be in confidence. Sure, they brought it to the air. I'll never tell them anything ever again. And what position does Pete play? Uh, Pete, oh, Pete's forward. He's a scorer. He scores on you. He scores on everybody. Oh, okay. Pete's good. Drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, so so then they had so they had Pete on yesterday, and it ends up talking about. Oh, do you do you have the clip? I do. Yeah, yeah. Can you play it? Yes. His body's like a bag of milk. You guys wouldn't know what that is, but <laughs> in Canada, we we serve we serve milk in bags. We, you buy bags of milk, you put them in a holder. And he's got a body like a bag of milk, so he's not he's not the uh, most gifted, athletic uh, looking guy, but uh, he stands in there. So that was Pete referring to me uh, on the yeah. the few times that I go out and I, I get to stand there and build some confidence. Bag of milk is not a compliment. Okay. The makeup I, thing that Tavis said yesterday yeah. was not a compliment. I mean, about Gary. Backhanded, but like you can call it a backhanded compliment. It's not necessarily a compliment, but it can be taken in different ways. The, the makeup, mm-hmm. when he says he doesn't wear makeup, sure. means he should wear more makeup. Right. That's what he's really saying. I mean, but, and makeup makes you look better. The bag of milk, calling me a bag of milk. When you take a bag of milk, mm-hmm. like imagine a Ziploc bag, and you fill it with water. Yeah, and then you stand it up. So it, you hold it up; it looks good, like it's slender. You stand it up on the counter. What mm-hmm. does it do? Falls it, over. Yeah. Yeah. Becomes like squishes. Yeah. Squishes. That's what he was saying about my body. Mm. Why? But so, pardon my ignorance here, but why do you put milk in bags? Why don't you just I use cartons? N- no idea. You said it comes in a cart and then you put it in milk. No, 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 in no, a bag. no, no. It comes in a bag. Oh, but okay. we, we have it in cartons. Okay. But it also comes in bags. Is this like a thing that's being phased out? Like, like no, Canada is finally catching up to no. the rest of the Feels world like when it comes to milk? There's too many cartons? choices for how you guys get your milk. I don't know why we do it in, in, in bags. I really don't. So, and and I didn't use it in never got my milk in bags until probably the last ten years really? before I moved here. My wife and I started buying 
bags of milk. Like it was easier. You buy three packs and you put them in the little container and stuff. But yeah, huh. I, I don't know why. So I got why? two things. Okay. A note from Gary Lawless. Okay. It was a compliment. That's the, that's the that's the note. What the? It was a compliment. It was a compliment. The makeup thing? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Not a chance. Second. Stephanie wants to know if Darren is a bag of milk and Magnum is a lump of mashed potatoes. Oh boy, what am I? That's a good question. We got to come up with a name. Yeah, I I don't know. Nothing jumps out at me. No. Well, bag of milk does not jump out at me to describe you. Mashed potatoes, I I get. I think I'm a pretty fit guy. Yeah, I mean you're 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 slender, you're svelte. Yeah. You look good in a suit. I I wouldn't say that that. Bag of milk. I think Pete's off on on this one. Hmm. Pete's a you, smart guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a lawyer and he's a top coach in the National Hockey League. But I think he missed a boat on this do one. Do you do you drop in a butterfly relatively quickly? Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, think of like falling. Bag, think of a bag of milk. Yeah, like you just you described going down. <laughs> it's it's more than getting quickly. up from the butterfly. That's the, the, <laughs> well, the job. That, getting into the milk, butterfly is easy. I mean, a bag of milk can't get e- up from the butterfly. So absolutely easy. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's. A commentary on your goaltending style. So here's the thing about the the bag of milk comment. So I sent, I, I heard it. I was actually listening <laughs> at the at the time. I listen to the Maroons all the time in the morning. I think they do an amazing job. So I love the local content. And and Pete was on, and it was a great interview. If if you have a chance to listen to the to the podcast of, of yesterday's show with Pete, because they covered a lot of different areas. So I I sent him a note with this picture mm-hmm. bag of milk, and his response was, "I owed you one." Okay. I don't know what I did that he that he owed me one. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Do I say what did I do? Well, or do I just laugh it off and go, "Okay, we're even." He, what okay. would you do? So I And I then mean, I'll tell well, you what I did. There's a couple of ways to read that. You could say you owed me a compliment. Thank you. I appreciate that. But you are you're, yeah. you're taking it the wrong way, which is totally fine. Um, I would say, what did I do? Because mm. I want to know, like, if if I if I was if I was causing the ire of somebody, I'd like to know. At least I know whether or not I should hit them back with something, like I should continue to poke and prod the bear, or whether or not it's serious enough that I should probably back off and stop. No, I don't think it's ever serious with Pete and I. Probably not. But there's there's like a bit of back and forth. But I like I mean, but just... I don't I don't know what I did. Like it would he wouldn't. Let me put it another way. He wouldn't have made. F- fun of me he probably would have been just ignored it if it was if it was bad so i don't think it was bad so what would you have done chapman would you have pursued it or would you have just laughed it off uh i uh, not knowing what i had done yeah. i would have i would have just laughed it off like ha 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 yeah, yeah pete we're good so we're that, good. that's yeah. what i did i said uh he uh he replied ha ha i owed you one and i responded with it was awesome those two love it when you jab me they giggle like kids meaning maroons <laughs> granny and bischoff yeah but I didn't. I didn't go down. But I haven't stopped thinking about what I did to Pete DeBoer for him to owe me one. Doesn't that not you though? Like, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather just know? Well, I'd really like to know, but then I'm scared about what I did. Well, well, why don't you have one of one of your minions from from the office kind of poke and prod around and try to find out? 
I think they've got better things to do than find out what I did to the head coach. Well, I mean, you, you, you've got some people who might be willing to go on an expedition and try to find out. No, there's <laughs> nobody that wants to go on that expedition with the head coach to find out. See, but I don't think, knowing you... you know for, what it, You know what it takes to get an audience with the head coach of a professional sports team? Well, well maybe not talk to him. Maybe, maybe talk to other people who might be around So you're going to waste Steve Spot's time? Or no, Ryan no. Craig's time? No. Yeah. I mean, who are you going to go to? Maybe the video guy? Maybe Mike Rosati. Mike Rosati might know. You know, I don't know. (laughs) By the way, I I don't think you are the kind of guy. I've known you for about two years now. I don't think you are the guy who will just be like, okay, it's over. I think at some point you will take a jab at Pete to extend the, 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 the fun and games. I don't think it dies with the bag of milk. I think no, there will it be, certainly doesn't. No, there will be something at some point that you do, and he will have to owe you one again. Eventually, Darren's going to forget that all this happened, <laughs> and then he's going to say something ridiculous, say something yeah. Darrenish. Yeah, exactly. And then and then Pete's going to go on a show, and he's gonna he's gonna you know call you a bag of milk again, and you're gonna you're like we're literally going to live this loop over again. It will happen because you don't know what you did. You're refusing to find out what you did, and at some point in time, we're going to have this exact same conversation probably in like three or four months. I mean, what what we found out so far is that from Kelly McCrimmon, you're a terrible fantasy football player. Yes, I won my fantasy football league this year, but you weren't in it with, with the him. communication staff. Well, yeah, but you weren't in it with Kelly, so so that that doesn't count. And now, it, now it counts. I was my championship listen, team. Beating, beating a bunch of kids is 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 not uh, okay. So so you, you where did you, you come in on your fantasy team, Chapman? Ah, uh, my team was not good this year. Hmm. I had a lot of injuries. People were mad at like Sage. Yeah, was furious with me that I won our league. I, I beat Sage. Be I beat Sage in the semifinals. Sage is uh, uh, part of the PR staff, communication staff. With the uh, he handles uh, the team side, the players, and the coaching staff. Oh, he could find it from Pete. Uh, nah. the, he was furious because he's really good at fantasy football, and I beat him in the semifinal. You and lucked I, out. And I was 5-9. and nine Oh, the year. No. oh my gosh. <laughs> but, but, I had, but I had the first, I had the first uh, two picks. Oh, the, that's or the right. First yeah, because you traded. Yeah. So I actually had a good team. Uh, I just, as fantasy football can be, uh, uh, there, was, there was moments during the year where I had injuries and stuff like that. But we battled through it. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a good team. He was furious that I won. Who else was in that league? Garrett. Garrett? Garrett? Yeah. Yeah. Five uh, and nine. G- Gary Lawless. Oh, you beat Lawless? Yeah. Ooh. Where did he finish, like, in the regular season standings? Was he, like... I don't know. Oh, okay. He, who, he, who did you beat in the championship? Uh, who did I beat? Uh, Dakota. Ah, Poor kid. Poor Dakota. Poor yeah, took 200 bucks right out of his pocket. <laughs> right in. With interest, you can finally pay if, me back if, on a bet. If, if I go back at Pete one more time. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you're going? Like, no, do, no, no. Do you no. already have No, I just know it'll be the last time. <laughs> but I the think, problem is you I don't think, know what you did. I think Pete and I, we're just going to call this one a draw. Well, I mean, the next time, it, it'll be no mercy on the ice. Like, he'll it, just score no, no, like it'll, 10 it'll, on you. It'll be no mercy on Anywhere, and awesome. I and it. I will uh, I will lose. That'll make the e-bug stuff really fun. <laughs> I'm not an e-bug though. I know you're not an e-bug. It's just it's it's universally accepted <laughs> language now in this COVID era. <laughs> that I'm just a practice. Goalie. You're the practice goalie. Mm-hmm. But it'll it'll make the like I I kind of want you to go back at him just to see what we get in media conferences if he's like holding back. Oh, if if, if he's he, not holding back, this is a fact. 
if he's asked another question about the practice goalie mm-hmm. yep. on a game day, yep. then somebody's getting an earful. That's probably what it is. <laughs> Probably wasn't even something you did. It was probably just you existing. He, yeah, you yeah. you he, create chaos by he, merely existing. He doesn't there. need to be talking about that. Yeah, but Zach Whitecloud enjoys when you're out there on, as a practice goalie. Who's the video coach? It's not Tommy Cruz. No, no. You're just throwing out people, but you don't know the video coach's name. I forgot who it was. Yeah. Dave Rogowski. There we go. I I know Mike Rosati. That's the important coach to know. Because <laughs> he was an Olympian. This is astounding. Multiple Olympian. For for Team Italy. He represents yes. so that's pretty damn awesome. My grandparents would be proud. You are just you know what Mike Rosati did play by play of the twenty ten Olympics in Italian. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Golden Knights goalie coach. They there's a multicultural station in Toronto and they were carrying the Olympics and they were carrying the hockey. So he did uh for the playoff round quarterfinals, semifinals, and final, he did the, the play-by-play in Italian. His his legend has just grown so mm-hmm. much just by you telling me that. Yeah, he's uh, he's an awesome dude. Uh, love him. We're going to take a break, and then we'll we'll get back to the hockey side of things. Big uh, win last night. Nice to have uh, Ryan back in the fold. We got the, the, the band back together, so we'll, we'll trade some stories on that. And we've got one-timers coming up, uh, news notes from around the National Hockey League, some all-star information. I can tell you... So there's been some tickets released mm-hmm. for this weekend. And before you had to go to, you had to either buy a ticket to the skills, but then you got the game. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to go to the game, you also got the skills. Sure. In the last 25, 30 minutes, I've just been told you can buy one or the other. Nice. So if you want to just go to the skills, yeah. I'm going to tell you how you can just go to the skills or, or the game. Because there's uh, some people that maybe you're, you're busy yeah. and you got something going on on Saturday or, or Friday. Because I, I'm more of a skills guy myself. I'd rather go to the skills competition. I think I'm I think I'm there with you. But I'm going to do the game with you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but I'll tell you all about that as we continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ninety-eight point nine FM and thirteen forty AM. Okay, this is my deal for you. I, I've done this deal myself. I wasn't going to brag, but I've, I've worked out this deal. Pe- Some people can't go to the skills, but they can go to the game. They all mm-hmm. start game this weekend. Yeah. Or, or vice versa. So I found a way that you can go to one or the other. Okay. That you can get tickets to one or the other. There's been some tickets released. A l- the reality is some people from Canada aren't able to get here for the game because of COVID and travel restrictions. Sure. So there's actually more tickets than would ever be available for the Las Vegas audience, which is so cool because the the flat-out honest opinion of uh, or reality of this situation is All-Star Games are corporate. This is going to be a game for the fans because of because of COVID. So if you want to go to the skills competition, you want skill, tickets to the skills competition, VGK, this is the web address, vgk.io slash all-star Friday. Okay. So what you really need to remember is vgk.io slash and then all-star Friday. Same address if you want to just go to the game, vgk.io slash all-star Friday. All-Star Saturday. Hmm. 
So if you want to go to the All-Star game, vgk.io slash All-Star Saturday, you want to go skills competition, VGK, it's the same for both, slash All-Star Friday. Or DM me on Twitter, and I will send you the link. That's well done. You did a great job. But that is Not my gift. Not confusing at all. It's pretty easy, isn't yeah, it? No, it is. It's either All-Star Friday. Pick the day you want to go. And or it's All-Star, All-Star Saturday. Friday. All-Star Friday, All-Star Saturday. Everything else is the same. Now, you're a skills guy. I do like the skills competition, yeah. Why? Because it, it's just, it's fun. It's loose. Um, you know, I, I think fastest skater. It's just really, really fun. It's cool. I, I Just to see how quick these guys really are. Um and it's different. It's just not something. Yeah, it's not something that you see every day. Accuracy yeah. shooting. It's something that I grew up watching every single All Star game. Like, I, it's just it's familiar, but it's different, and it's getting to see the guys do stuff in a different setting, and and that's really cool. You can do a trip around the rink, mm-hmm. just like Connor McDavid. Yeah, you can do accuracy mm-hmm. shooting, just like Patrice Bergeron. Sure. Yeah, you can do the hardest shot. Like Shea Weber, you're not in their league, but no, you you no. you've, you can do all these things. Uh, three on three, it's it's like a regular game. It's fun. I love it. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. There's lots of goals, but the skills competition with the personality that is thrown in there, yeah, it's really really cool. And with the influence of TikTok and Instagram. With all these trick shot artists, Mr. Barber, the all these presentations, I, I think we're going to get to see some pretty cool things. And and then what they're going to do on the strip, yeah, uh, and and pipe in from the strip from the Bellagio fountains with the lily pads and yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the the deck of cards. So my buddy Jerry D. I don't know. Do you know Jerry D? No. Okay. Jerry D. Is he's an actor and comedian. From Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also a, a former hockey player and a hockey coach, but now he's an actor, a comedian. He was in a long-running series called Mr. D, where he's a, a, a teacher. Okay. He's super funny. And he's also the host of Family Feud Canada. But he's he's oh. a comedian. They have one up there. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. We, we have everything that you guys have. Oh, it's really? just different. Just a little different. Yeah. The only things that we have like that milk you don't bags. have is, is milk and bags. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we got an update on that from from Gary Laws. So Jerry D is going to be uh, on the strip uh, doing the the lily pad stuff and okay. the deck of cards. So I encourage everybody like pay attention to Jerry because he's cool. We'll have him on the show uh, in a, in a couple of weeks because he's coming back and uh, and we'll have some fun with him. But he's a super funny dude. Mm. Uh, so there's just one one added uh, attraction. But the the hardest shot, everybody can sit there and take the hardest clapper. May may only be. 75 miles per hour. Sure. But you can kind of relate. You can do it. Yeah. I love it when they don't hit the net. <laughs> when, they, when they miss the net, when the guys miss the net. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one. I, you know, it, it'll be int- like the Bellagio fountain thing to me is, is pretty cool because it, it, it feels almost like a mash between hockey and top golf, right? Like yeah, you've got, that, that's a good, it's a good way to put it. And, and I think for, you know, for, for this city, understanding what top golf is getting having that here like it, it kind of brings hockey back into even more relatable chunks and i, I just I, I don't know like the skill that they're going to have to have what they're contending with being on the fountain like that's awesome mm-hmm. that's so awesome and so unique and I, I love the fact that the nhl is 
stepping outside of the box a little bit and bringing in elements of the Las Vegas Strip to the, the skills competition. That's super cool. But at the same time, I'm I'm like bread and butter, bread and butter as you as you mentioned, accuracy shooting, hardest shot, fastest skater. That stuff is just so fun to watch. I would love Chandler Stevens to get in there. For I agree. Fastest skater. I agree. I'm glad Marcia So is going to be involved. I don't know yet who is which players are participating in right. the strip events and which the events on the strip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me just uh, rephrase that. <laughs> uh, which players are are participating on the uh, the Blasio Fountains or the the game of twenty one blackjack? Uh, Such a cool idea. Yeah. Which out of those two, the, the Bellagio Fountains, just to be on the fountains, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you don't get to do that. Well, don't you go to jail if you do that? I mean, you're if not you dive in. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Right. Like it's it's certainly frowned upon. So if you you, you can't do that, so I'm just jealous to be able, of that. Just yeah. to be able to go out there on the lily pad and be able to to do. I really don't know what it has to do with the game, hmm. like the 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 uh, particular skill. Sure, but it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. The blackjack. That's a skill because you got to be an accurate shooter. And mm-hmm. then there's the strategy of, of which cards you go for. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll be they'll be situated where if if you're if you get 17 and and you're going for a four, there's probably a a 10 or a nine right around that. Yeah. And and you go over. So the, how they're going to uh, shuffle or the the cards around will be interesting. Yeah, it, I like I I think that one's going to be really fun because it brings in accuracy shooting. It brings in that that element of of being a finely tuned elite hockey athlete. Uh, but then it, it brings in Vegas. It brings in twenty one. Yeah. It brings in a card game, and it, it, like it's it's relatable on so many different ways uh, on so many different levels. But you know, you just know there's going to be a guy that that is is looking to hit twenty one, and they're going to bust because they're not accurate, and it's going to piss them off. It's going to suck. Thirty grand, thirty yeah, grand if I you know. win the event, Chapman. No, I I just think that's cool. I I want to see the reaction when they bust. Like to me, that that's the fun in it because I I don't play a lot, but You're when I saddest. when I do bust, oh my reactions are great, especially especially when I'm really close and I bust. But I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not as competitive as these guys. So are you a prof- What are you a professional at? Uh, dad, oh. I'll take the easy way out. I'm a professional. I'm an, I'm an amateur dad. Well, we knew that, but yeah. <laughs> professional broadcaster. Yeah. Very amateur dad. So, you know, I got that, that reverse amateur broadcaster, professional dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're shooting at these targets on the strip, you're part of that event, the 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. What's your strategy? I mean, my strategy is to pick an ace and a ten, and so just ace just first? yeah. I want to hit the ace first, and then I just want to find a, a ten that's not around anything that's going to put me over. Yeah, because if you hit the ace first, you have a little bit of runway where if you don't get that ten right away, you can still kind of build yourself up to it. Where if you hit that face card, I imagine the aces will be really up high. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would think so. But if you get that face card. You're, you could be in trouble. Quick. There's going to be this big wall on the strip for those be, trying to so imagine awesome. what's gonna, what it's going to be. They're closing down the strip. They're going to record this on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. They're actually doing a rehearsal right now. 
That'll be a little wonky in the wind. Sure. Oh. <laughs> oh man! But tomorrow night it'll be better. Yeah. Tomorrow night's supposed to be great. So they're they're recording this tomorrow night, and it'll it'll run in the show on on Friday night on ESPN. The aces, I'm sure, will be up high. What's the number that you'll stay at in this particular event? Where? How close do you have to be? Like, I, I I'm. I'm not sticking on anything lower than 18. I, I got to be I, 19, 19 or higher I, before I stick. I would say 20. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, like you, you, you're forcing someone to have to shoot for 21. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That's uh, that's the strategy I like. Even 19 might be too low because a guy hits two face cards, you're you're done. Oh, I, like Phil Kessel's been in a bunch of these things, and he's <laughs> like, I can't be. Now this is my this is my seriously event. guys now this is my event. <laughs> Come on. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, coming back uh, with more on the VGK Insider Show and Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ninety-eight point nine FM and thirteen forty AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. We got a new submission for one-timers. News and notes from around the National Hockey League. A real back and forth today at the town hall with the Chicago Blackhawks and their ownership with a media member. It was tense. Let's see if we can get you some of that sound because it just uh, just occurred. Uh, that's coming up in hour number two. Plus, we'll get to ratings. Uh, the game last night against the Buffalo Sabres and chat a little bit about what happened at T-Mobile. Last game before the All-Star break was a very solid performance by the Vegas Golden Knights. And now uh, above 500 by 11 games for the first time all year. But first, the uh, play of the night, and it comes from that performance at the Fortress. Let's go to Dan Duva. We'll try again on the left side. Carlson, side of the goal. Extra pass. Marcheseau scores! Jonathan Marcheseau, power play goal. 3-0 Vegas. Cabo. Yep. Going to Cabo. Such a pretty pass from Nick Waugh. It's fantastic. That line was good. The yeah. Misfits was good from the start. And oh, yeah. Nick Waugh was really good throughout mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. And Brad Howden scores getting uh, getting too deep into it but that's the uh the play of the day on the vegas golden knights uh, insider show we'll take a break we'll come back with hour number two and chat about uh, what happened at the fortress and a little bit of uh, big picture thoughts and then we'll get into one timers and uh, a little bit more a uh, detail about that uh, back and forth between the chicago blackhawks ownership and a media member at the town hall meeting today it's the vgk insider show on fox sports las vegas